You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. So this episode is all about big changes. Whether by choice or not, I feel like everyone experiences some big changes throughout their lives. And we wanted to talk a little bit about how we approach those big changes, how we decide when it's time to make a change and how we navigate those major life transitions. But first, a cocktail. This is an orange coffee Moscow Mule. I saw this on a beautiful mess. I'm skeptical. I know, and I will admit, when you told me the name, I was like, those flavors don't go together. But orange chocolate is good. Like that's true. But I do not like something... fruity coffee. That's oh, so. That's I where do I... remember you saying that, and I was nervous. <laughs> I was like, "Well, I already planned it now." <laughs> Too so, late. <laughs> um, so it's just a shot of vodka. Actually, l- a little less than a shot. So one ounce. Usually, it's like an ounce and a half. They mm-hmm. said to do a little less because mm-hmm. it should be equal parts that and coffee liqueur. And you mm-hmm. don't want the coffee taste to be too overwhelming. Okay. Like you poured half a cup of coffee in there. Right. <laughs> so I use Kahlua. Um, and then like a quarter of an orange squeezed into each one. Mm-hmm. Top with ginger beer. All, All right. Ice. Cheers. Let's check it out. Kay. Cheers. And there, and you served them in these um, yes. frosty copper yeah. mugs. If you spit it at me, I won't be sad. <laughs> okay. Whoa. I don't hate it. It's good. Right? It's yeah. like breakfast. Like how orange juice and coffee kind of goes. I feel like with- the tastes come, they don't come together. It's like first I get the coffee, then mm-hmm. I get the orange later. And the ginger beer kind of mellows yeah. it all out too. Smooths it out. All right. You surprised me. You like that? You got me, lad. All right. <laughs> Pleasantly surprised. Yep. All right. So to kick off this topic, we have a bit of an announcement. Yes. So Mr. Lad and I are building a new house and we'll be moving when it's done at the beginning of the summer. Now, before I you... Feel, I feel like all of our listeners just did a collective <laughs> Wait, gasp. take a breath. It's going to be okay, It's going to be okay, Before guys. you cry like okay. I did yes, when I was telling true. Kelsey, she probably thought I was dying. The way I, was, <laughs> I have something to tell you. <laughs> Nothing is changing about our show, and nope. we will be carrying on the podcast as usual. Yes. Our new house actually will literally be less than two miles away from our current neighborhood. So we're right down the bigger street. Yes. Um, we might just have to maybe change the wording of our intro to nearly next door neighbors for transparency's sake. Yes. And I hope you'll still let me come over in my pajamas. Oh, for Kay. sure. I will require <laughs> it. Don't try to get dressed up to come to my house. Don't be getting fancy. And honestly, guys, if we never told you about this, you would never even know. True. So um, rest assured, we will mm-hmm. still be sitting across from each other when we record. And literally, if I stood on my rooftop, I'm pretty sure I could see their new house. <laughs> That's true. I don't plan to try, but good, good. I could if I wanted to. Be safe. Yeah, we just decided um, since our family has literally doubled in size uh, in a year, we we just so value hosting out of town friends and family and entertaining and it just felt like a good time to make a move and so we went for it. So our current mm-hmm. house has actually sold. It sold in three days, which mm-hmm. is amazing um, and the generous new buyers are allowing us to rent it back from them until our new house is built. So that is great. So we actually won't even be going anywhere for a few months. Yes. Um but we just wanted to update you all on what is going on. Yes. I, our, it, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I have so much to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the feels. <laughs> I have so many feelings. Okay. 
at first it was a shock and I was very sad for a couple of days, but you guys getting to rent your house back gives so much lead time to like get used to it. Mm -hmm. And, and the fact that you guys are moving so close by and it like that, I mean, it would take two minutes to drive there. So it just like you almost couldn't move closer. No, not really without like being (laughs) literally in the same like subdivision or something, which would kind of be silly. Um, Yeah. Leaving our current neighborhood and you guys and neighbors down the street was definitely something that made the decision hard, but we are excited about a fresh start. And we're just talking to the girls today because they started framing it out when we were driving Mm, by. Oh my gosh. um, They said, oh, I said, and they're working on the neighbor's house. And um, Julia goes, yeah, that's Dashiell's house. (laughs) And I was like, no, he won't be our neighbor anymore, but he can still drive to our house. See how close we are to drive. He can still drive and hang out. So she just thinks that we're taking you with us. Yes. Well, um, and it is like the the kids processing it. I had texted you, but Dash was... Dash Dash was talking to the girls about it, I think, one day. And it wasn't until bedtime that it came up, which is like when those kind of emotional things bubble up. And he was asking, are we going to move? And I want to move. And Mm -hmm. we were saying, you know, no, we're not planning on moving. Like we Mm -hmm. love our house and we're going to be here Mm -hmm. and stuff. And, you know, we couldn't. It was kind of like, okay, he must want to do that because someone else is. And finally, he just breaks down and is like, if we don't get a new house, then I'll never see Julia and Vanessa again. Oh, God, it was so sad. And I was like, no, no, like, that's not how it works. And we're going to still see him. So anyway, like, just those little gears and things. I was like, oh, Dash, I feel your pain. I know. But no, it really, I'm so excited for you guys. And just to all of our listeners, it is okay. Yes, we're all good. (laughs) Everyone take a deep breath. Yes. We are still the girls next door in every way except physically. Exactly. So (laughs) So that can be neighbors more than in neighborhood alone. Absolutely. That's going to be our new phrase. (laughs) So that is the biggest change for us currently. Yes, that's Um, a big change. Yeah. And this big news definitely has inspired the topic of this episode. And we wanted to talk about big changes in general. Yeah. So whether it's moving jobs, relationship changes, adding children to your family, uh, big changes affect everyone. So you tell me your turn. Are there any big changes you have recently made or kind of are considering? This is a great question. Um, I think that for me, there have been, there have been so many big changes over like the past five years. And I was really thinking about it because I am coming right up on my five year anniversary at work, which that was a very big change for me, Mm -hmm. um, leaving a job that I was very unhappy at to get a job that was really aligned with my skills and passions and interests and Mm -hmm. like my first full-time job as an adult that I have really loved. And so anyway, like that, just three months after starting that job, I was pregnant with Dashiell. Yeah. And so then having a baby, Mm -hmm. like adjusting to motherhood, having, you know, having an infant, especially one who didn't sleep. (laughs) Like um, ever. Right. (laughs) And then by the time Dash was one, we were pregnant with Cedric. Oh, <laughs> and so, so, so I feel like there have just been a lot of big changes like that. And then actually another one that I would say has been significant for us in there, which was I think during my pregnancy with Cedric, was really when we um, really reassessed like our finances and in some ways our lifestyle and mm-hmm. kind of went through this whole 
simplification of like our stuff Mm -hmm. and in some ways our life and is when we um yeah kind of reoriented our savings to like really aggressively save Mm -hmm. to kind of like give ourselves some new goals and I do feel like that was like a like a big change that now has like continued to affect my life um and and then actually I you know this was interesting thinking about I do think that a, a big change that's happened recently that I'm still like kind of figuring out how to navigate um is honestly the current political climate and yeah. I don't want to spend a lot of time yeah. on it but it has honestly just been weighing on me really heavily mm-hmm. and I'm finding that um yeah just kind of yeah I'm kind of carrying that with me and that mm-hmm. does feel like you know a, a really big change mm-hmm. you know yeah. so anyway so that's kind of a unfortunately like a change um, outside of your control <laughs> yeah and from <laughs> yeah and not like um like a happy change for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, yeah. Okay. So what would you say your general approach is to making a big change? Like, Mm. do you welcome them? Are they hard for you? How do you feel about change? Yeah. Okay. So if I can like big change and Mm -hmm. get on board with it, if I feel like I'm in control Mm -hmm. and am in charge. I think that is one of these things because there are some big changes like, deciding to move like Mm -hmm. it's a great time for us to move we want to move um you know versus we have to move or you lose your job or you know whatever it is so um yeah so I think that's definitely where like a difficulty comes up Mm -hmm. but um but but I like them if I have that control um or if I have the time to like mentally physically prepare mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like I just I need a lot of like processing time um so definitely harder if they come as a surprise but I will say I think that my just like natural state is optimistic and mm-hmm. like tend towards like you know just like a high level of happiness I think yeah. that's just kind of like yeah. my default state and mm-hmm. so I do think that you know pretty but after anything you know I kind of take some time but then I can kind of right yeah. the ship yeah. so to say so um oh and I have to um mention that I made a little note to myself change at work the worst <laughs> because there's just always change at work like even if it's like the name of your department is changing someone is leaving Mm -hmm. like my uh, we moved offices this year which ended up being fine like there was pros and cons with it but it just for some reason it's like you know work is even if you enjoy your job it's already this place that you're like obligated to go and and it's so important to enjoy your work and so once you like find the things that you like Mm -hmm. and you count on like to have them change you're just like no yeah and it's usually like (laughs) very out of your control right like someone comes in with a new agenda or it is just like okay here we go you know and fall in line kind of thing so that's kind that's kind of hard and it's like I just feel like at work is a place where you just like I feel like are gonna see a lot of change but where I'm like no nothing should change it's seldom good yeah (laughs) or seldom something you want yes yes um (laughs) yeah I feel like I I really do like change, especially if I think about kind of the way I grew up and um, I don't feel like we, I don't know, some of it out of necessity, some of it out of, I feel like this, maybe I've talked about this before, this Midwestern sense of practicality, like yeah. everything's fine. If it's not fixed, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix right. it kind of a thing. Right. And I think I've like kind of intentionally gone against a lot of oh, that. Interesting. And, um, it's your rebel nature. Yeah, like just the move out here and just doing things kind of on a whim you know, some might say, right. I feel like that or what's kind not of as fuels expected. me. Yeah. 
And so change doesn't really bother me too much, especially like you said, if I'm in control, yeah, I feel the same way. Um, even if I'm not, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I find a way to make it my own pretty quick. I'm mm-hmm. either, and it, by make it my own, I mean, I'm either all on board or I rail against <laughs> You're it with fighting all, and kicking yes, the and whole I'm like, way. Oh, I'm going to make this my own and we're not actually doing this. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like it doesn't, I, I'm the type that kind of likes to upset the cart mm. once in a while. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, I'm also very decisive. And so uh-huh. like I can just decide on big things pretty quickly. And right. like Jeremiah yeah. and I joke, like I am the trigger man. He totally. will research and research and research. Yeah. And I'm like, let's do it. Right. Right. Um, and, and that's definitely this, opposite between yeah. me and Chris. Like I'm just pr- pretty happy. Like, you know what? Things are good. Like, yeah. let's just keep going, you know? <laughs> and I don't second guess. Like mm-hmm. once we've decided to do something, I'm like, okay, right. We're doing that. Like even we decided on this house, um, you know, we're building it. And so then we had compared to a couple other builders and a couple other, you know, uh, floor plans and things. And then like, after we decided Jeremiah wanted to like, just keep comparing, uh-huh. like not to, not to go back on what we decided, right. but just to like know. reassure. Yeah. He wants all the reassurance. And I'm like, no, I'm good. This is the best house ever. <laughs> like I yeah. just am very, right. you yeah. know, tunnel vision just once I decide. Forward. Yeah. And, and I, I think that I am a go with my gut kind of a person yeah. too. So some of those big things, if they just feel right for me, then mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Um, how do you decide when it's time to make a big change when you do have control? What kinds of things go into that decision for you? Well, I would say that I'm also very like a very gut feeling kind of mm-hmm. a person. Like I'm very reflective and introspective. Mm-hmm. It definitely is a longer process though for me. Mm-hmm. Like I do need to like really think and like process it and a lot of like imagining the different scenarios or the different Mm -hmm. outcomes, like Mm -hmm. kind of like putting myself there mentally, like how does that feel? What are the pros and cons? Like what is this way kind of look like? So um, I think that I'm also just very much a problem solver. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, I I like to have a solution. And so I think that I, I can also like while I could get on board with a big change, I think I can also look for ways to like do small changes mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. kind of be okay with the current situation. Right. So I feel like that's kind of also one of those. And so, so maybe it's kind of to me like, okay, well, if small cha- changes aren't going to fix it, that's yeah. like, you know, yeah. that's like kind of a clue. So yeah, it's interesting as you're talking about that. I feel like it kind of goes along with our, um, like moderator abstainer yeah personalities totally. like to me i'm like it's not working trash the all whole thing or like, in. yeah all like this is like, not gonna work all in or all out we need a mm-hmm. new plan mm-hmm. um so yeah i feel like i'm a little bit more like that i do agree i am very reflective and just kind of constantly reevaluating mm-hmm. like what's working what's not working yeah. and not afraid to change it if it's not even just like rearranging the house and yeah. doing different things like that almost to a fault probably mm-hmm. where i just need to like be content <laughs> a little more often and uh-huh. leave things alone uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and it, it is just all that feeling like, yeah. you know, one drawer will be disorganized oh and my I'm gosh. like, we yes. need to reconfigure the whole <laughs> kitchen. So. Yes. Um, okay. So how do you navigate through those sometimes difficult transitions that happen after the mm. big change or as you're, as you're making that change? Do you have any tips or takeaways for keeping your sanity? Yeah, I, I thought of, a, I thought of several different things. And I think that these maybe will kind of apply to different big change situations. Um, and maybe whether that's like a big change that 
uh, was something you decided to do or that was something that you didn't want to go through, Mm -hmm. but you are going through. Um, So my first one was to identify what will solidify your foundation. Um, And I think there are a couple of different applications for this. So for example, if you moved to a new place, which I've done, um, I guess just two times in my life, three times in my life. I've done it very few times. Mm -hmm. Well, actually I take that back. I also studied abroad. That's kind of, that's Mm -hmm. moving to a new place for a while. Even if it wasn't. Where did you study abroad? Side note. Did we talk about this ever? Side note. I don't know. In Paris. It was glorious. How come I don't know this about you? It was glorious. It was everything it sounds like. It was wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) When, when was this? That was my, um, the fall semester of my sophomore year in college. Okay. And I'm such a planner. I had traveled to uh, France with my family. Um, My aunt has spent a lot of time there and has a second home like in the north of France, which is very amazing. Mm -hmm. So we got to travel and I just always really admired her and she spoke French and all these things. So I like studied French in high school. And then like I knew that I wanted to study abroad. So I even like I graduated from high school and uh, had immediately enrolled in summer school courses so that I could like front load so that I could, you know, make sure I didn't lose ground or whatever. And I don't know. I just like knew that I wanted to do that. That's so cool. I didn't know this about you. It was really cool. It was a very cool experience. Um, But so, yeah. So if you're in a new place, what are those things that you need to like mm-hmm. know where they are mm-hmm. like the grocery store like, yes and like a good grocery store you yeah because I really enjoy my grocery shopping <laughs> where are you gonna get a cup of coffee mm-hmm. you know like um for me maybe the library <laughs> I need to find that library <laughs> um and trying to like establish some routine for mm-hmm. yourself um mm-hmm. so I think you know kind of kind of things like that um I also think that self-care like mm-hmm. that day-to-day foundation is so so important um for me a couple of things that came to mind were um exercising eating healthy like I think that just like gives me really good balance and routine and then yes. I physically feel good yeah. um you know like depending on the change you might just you know want to indulge and yeah. that's fine but if there's too much then you end up feel like yucky. yeah feeling gross and then it's harder to like yeah I feel like energy. that too when you when you are stressed under a big change those are the things that kind of go by the wayside right. and then it just compounds this yes exactly gross feeling that exactly you exactly so I feel like um lately like even especially after after having each of the boys, like when I was able to find my way back to exercising mm-hmm. and then like have those like set in my, you know, in my week and mm-hmm. go to that. It's just, you know, stress really like it makes me feel good afterwards. I feel like I'm taking yeah. care of myself. It's, you know, like an hour away just for me. I just mm-hmm. feel like that makes a really big difference. Um, and another one for another one for me that um, I need to remember is being outside. Yeah. I think like just being outside, like not being on a screen, like just kind Mm -hmm. of giving yourself some time to process, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever that is. I mean, just going for a walk outside and getting some fresh air is so amazingly therapeutic. I will even just sometimes, because I just feel like so much of my like job Mm day-to-day existence is like keeping the house, you know, situated and clean. And I have kind of my my ideal like things I want to do each day Mm -hmm. and I will walk out like with the garbage or something or with the dogs into the backyard and realize I haven't been outside really all day other than in and out of the car it's easy to do (sighs) like sigh of relief like 
why don't I just sit out here for five minutes, you know? Yes. Yes. So I think like finding kind of those, the little ways to, that can be restorative. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see a couple of other things. I have a lot to say, I feel Mm -hmm. like on this topic. Um, I think it can be so important to identify the people that you can talk to that mm-hmm. give you really good perspective. I was Every- just typing that into the <laughs> outline as you were talking. You know, everyone, I bet you're, I bet everyone's thinking of those couple of people right now that just you get off the phone with them or get an email from them and mm-hmm. it just lifts you up or it makes things feel, you know, if they're hard, makes them feel a little bit less heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think that's so important. And I think especially like through a big change, depending on what's going on, you might feel so consumed with things Mm -hmm. and it might be hard to remember to pick up the phone or make time for that, but it can be just really, really good. I was also thinking of reading a great book like and like not a heavy book no I mean depending on yeah depending on what you're like going through Mm -hmm. yeah something you can get lost in like something that will you know make you smile or just like totally take you away um planning something to look forward to Mm -hmm. and I think that I think that this goes along with um giving yourself checkpoints I think this is especially true if it's something that's maybe like a little bit of a harder change. Like I know for me, when I went back to work after having Dashiell, that was a really hard Mm -hmm. transition for me. Um, And I remember telling myself, okay, check back in in three months, in six months. And it just kind of lets you say, okay, like I don't have to worry about all of this right now I'm just going to kind of go along and then when you get to that point and I would like put it in my calendar Mm -hmm. you know like you made it or whatever Mm -hmm. and you know by that time things have usually you know improved or then you can Mm -hmm. see okay this has gotten better oh I'm not dealing with that anymore whatever kind of just helps you like like pass the time um and my last one is Focusing on just what you can control, mm-hmm. which I'm trying to work on that <laughs> lately. <laughs> um, and I think that that does just give you really good perspective because we um, do have a lot of control, a lot of mm-hmm. agency in our own lives. And we kind of talked about this mm-hmm. in the um, our episode on creating happiness, Yes, I think. Yeah. So um, yeah, there are just those things in your life that uh, you could like focus some energy on that will like bring you happiness that you're able to, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, feel like you can affect. So yeah, absolutely. I like those. All right. What do you have? <clears throat> All right. I feel like something that we've talked, I've talked to Jeremiah about a lot. When we moved here, we just had this sense of adventure mm-hmm. that we were very intentional about. And mm-hmm. we would remind ourselves like, this is an adventure. It is right. not something to get stressed about. We right. can always move back. Yeah. We are just going to take it one thing at a time mm-hmm. and just like enjoy the ride right. and just like see what happens. And right. I think it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but it's really true. Like if you can keep that adventure perspective mm-hmm. about, especially mm-hmm. about things that are like actually happy things, yeah. maybe like right, moving right. or, but they can you know, come with yeah. some stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even, you know, we've tried to remind ourselves a little bit about that with the adoption, even like, hey, this is a cool story we're writing for our family right now. And Mm -hmm. like trying to remember those things or now building the house, we have told each other, we are not allowed to stress about this. This is, we just finalized its adoption. Mm -hmm. We've had a really rough couple of years. Mm -hmm. This is nothing but a good thing. Like it will get maybe busy and there Mm -hmm. might be some 
a little extra work required to pack and move, but like mm-hmm. this is ultimately a really good thing. Yeah. And we are lucky to be able to even do this and yeah. we are not allowed to get stressed about right. this. <laughs> so sometimes just like having some real talk with yourself. Yeah. I like that. Um, <clears throat> I think knowing and doing what makes you feel like yourself. Yeah. Um, I think something that happens to me during big changes is I just feel kind of lost. Mm-hmm. Like, I lose myself in that yeah. process and if just I get don't consumed. have my routine that yeah. is very just yeah. like I feel like like cast cast totally. to see. So just sitting and making a list like mm-hmm. these are the things I can do or no matter where I am no matter what's happening in life that will mm-hmm. make me feel like myself. Mm-hmm. Um I think making peace with a new normal mm-hmm. which it's hard sounds really yeah sounds again cliche but the biggest part of that I found that I have a hard time with is just eventually letting go of what you thought was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is the harder part about making peace with that new normal is mm-hmm. like you're grieving all of these things that used to be. We used to be able to sit and watch TV. We used to be able right. to go out without a babysitter. We yeah. used to, yeah. you know, this, this adoption wasn't supposed to go this right. way, all of that. And like, until you can really let go of that, you can't make peace with the new normal. Right. So at a certain point or like maybe saying, find this is where we're at. So yeah. Let's or just like go with it. Maybe find the, like the full happiness that, that yes. can be in the new normal, yes. you know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of, embracing it instead of fighting against yeah, it. Yeah, that's it's hard. <clears throat> um I was thinking when you were talking about people like finding new people maybe mm-hmm. because it might be a new job, a new city, mm-hmm. whatever. So finding your new people, but then remembering to keep mm-hmm. your other people. Like you said calling those people that usually make you feel better, keeping mm-hmm. up those relationships that maybe are now mm-hmm. long distance or whatever. Yeah. Um and not isolating yourself because I feel like when you're going yeah. through a big change, it's easy to be like, well, I'm the only one mm-hmm. in life who could possibly understand right. or you just feel yuck or not quite yourself. And so it's easy to do, but it doesn't right. help anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think just over communicating with the people closest to you, mm-hmm. your partner, your kids, like mm-hmm. just really making it clear what kind of everybody's role might be in this new gotcha. change. And, right. um, you know, just making sure you're talking through everything Mm -hmm. just helps Mm -hmm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I think that is all we have on big changes. Do you have anything Um, else on that part of it? Uh, well, I don't have anything else, but maybe, uh, could you share a little bit like, okay. So you said they're like framing the house. Mm -hmm. And so remind me of like the timeline or like maybe what's been, yeah, maybe what's been like the most exciting or like maybe felt the most like maybe stressful or that you've had to be like, yeah. no, no, like remember Timing it's good. What, yeah. It's an adventure. <laughs> well, we're kind of insane and decided that this was a good idea to do the month of Christmas and the adoption <laughs> and Just sell our current big, house big and buy a new one. Yeah. So we signed the contract on the new house. Um, good Friday. Er, why do I always do that? Black Friday. <laughs> okay. Right after Thanksgiving. So we kicked off the holiday season that way uh-huh. um, and then immediately had to put our house on the market. So I had to get everything all cleaned up, get pictures taken from the realtor mm-hmm. and then put Christmas up because it was up right. so I could actually have Christmas yeah. in my house, but do a, like a little bit scaled back version because then we had to start showing your mm-hmm. house. And luckily it we only had to really show it for a week and actually the offer that we ended up accepting was given that first weekend. Mm. So full asking price, like again, that's why we're just like, we are not allowed to stress Mm -hmm. out about this. Like it could have, even that could have just been so much harder Mm -hmm. and it was not at all. So, um, just feel really fortunate for that. So got that done and then just could have kind of a normal Christmas, um, 
in the process of selling it though, I had to go like pick out everything yeah. in the interior and like all the materials, which uh-huh. is super fun. Yeah. Actually, it was really a lot of fun, but just kind of a busy week. Um, yeah. And then they started, I don't know, they broke ground, I guess. I don't know, maybe early January mm-hmm. and then poured the slab and now they're, they're just starting to frame up the walls. So That's so exciting. Yeah. What are you most excited about in the, the new kitchen. house? Oh, the kitchen's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a mudroom off of it, off of the garage and a little pocket office for me. Oh, that would be so nice. And it's just all open with a giant island into like the great room or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. really looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. So many meals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, we're super excited about it. It just feels the layout is perfect. The girls have a little Jack and Jill bathroom to mm-hmm. share. Um, so their they call it the secret passage oh, to their rooms. So They're already cute. really excited about that and some extra guest room. So yeah, super excited. So yeah, we should be able to be in the end of May, early June. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. So summer. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So let's talk about obsessions. Okay. I have what's kind of a rediscovered obsession. It okay. was something that I was enjoying like a while ago and now I've found its way back into my life and that is overnight oats. Did oh, I share yes. this before? I think you shared it, but maybe not as an obsession. I hope it's not a repeat obsession. I think we've talked about it maybe with food, but... Yeah, so anyway, this is a great... um, I love it as a snack at work because I eat breakfast at home, something, but then I usually feel like I need a snack by like 10. Yes, and something kind of hearty. Yeah, it's not Mm -hmm. quite lunchtime, and I just... I cannot work and be hungry. So anyway, the way I do my overnight oats is I'll either make them... I either will make them the night before and they really are overnight or I'll just make them in the morning Mm because they're still going to sit for a few hours. Um, So I use like a small mason jar and put maybe like, um, I don't know, third or half a cup of oats in there Mm -hmm. and then um, like cover it with almond milk. And then I do a small scoop of peanut butter Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll put two or three chocolate chips, which is all you need. (laughs) No. When you're a moderator, (laughs) that's all you need. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I just mean like it is sort of surprising how chocolatey like just three chocolate chips will be. I suppose because you know it kind of I mean? like dissolves in there. Yeah, huh? well, because then at work I heat it up in the microwave gotcha. so it melts. Okay, and I, I am I not on board that, with eating cold overnight oats. Oh, That's weird. I, like that. I haven't. I guess I haven't tried it. It just sounds weird to me. It is. It is a little weird, but it's kind of like a tapioca pudding then. Hmm. If you can get behind that. I'm not on board yet, but anyway, (laughs) so I heat it up. So then it melts. And so it's like the chocolate is dispersed throughout and it's like chocolate peanut butter oats. And it just feels like indulgent, but it's like a pretty healthy little snack. It definitely keeps me full until lunchtime. So anyway, yeah, rocking the peanut butter overnight overnight oats. oats. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I am equal now that we've talked about the house, I can tell you all of my obsessions about the house. So I am equal parts paralyzed and obsessed with light fixtures so we had to choose all it comes with like standard light fixtures but i didn't upgrade any of the light fixtures Mm -hmm. or anything because i'm like well i don't i would like something more unique anyways i'm not gonna love the the upgraded versions are not necessarily my style so i didn't want to pay for those Mm -hmm. so but now i need like pendant lights over the island and Mm -hmm. things like that and i'm i I haven't really changed many light fixtures in our current yeah. house, which are just like builder grade. Right. Because I cannot make a light fixture decision. Really? Why I is think that? Okay. I think it's, first of all, it's not the cheapest. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, right. they can really range and be kind yeah. of pricey. And then I'm, 
I'm hoping this is a little bit easier in this house that has flat ceilings, but in our current house, we have the really tall cathedral ceilings and it's been very hard to like figure right. out like chain length versus right. wire length versus yes. ugh, right. me nuts. So right. I'm hoping this is a little easier, but I have kind of a fear. So if anybody has any great recommendations for places mm. for light fixtures, let me know. I think, and, and this is interesting. This is like, uh, I don't feel like I have a ton of home decor tips, but something that I'm like proud that I actually like just, yes. we, d- we did on our own yeah. was to change just like yeah, you the, have the standard light fixtures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We changed the one that's over our dining table. That's above our heads right mm-hmm. now. And then also in our breakfast area. Um, and it just, it makes such a it difference. Really does. It really so does. So I think both of these are either from, either from West Elmer or CB2 probably, okay. or like Crate and Barrel that yeah, those were kind of the, some good ones those are kind of the places at. we would always frequent. But yeah, I just feel like, um, if you're like looking to make like have a house reflect your unique yes. style, I just feel like light yes. fixtures like bang for your buck. Totally. And they just, I mean, they last forever. But so. it feels like a style pressure thing. Mm-hmm. Like what is yeah. the style of them? It's the blank canvas yeah, thing. Yeah. There's just which so actually many. Actually I've been pretty, like I, like I said, I'm pretty decisive. So I knew what kind of flooring I mm-hmm. wanted. I knew, you know, the basic look, mm-hmm. but now that we're starting to get into the details, I'm yeah. like, Oh, what about kind of those like farmhouse lights, almost like That's the ones I that I have on the front? Because sure. I know you're kind of like farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Like a modern farmhouse, farmhouse look. Style. Yeah, I have like um, wood tile floors and then we'll have a pretty much all white kitchen with like gray granite. But the cabinets are white and then it has white subway tile all the way up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind, kind of, of like a blank canvas. Little like you do industrial, whatever, little mm-hmm. farmhouse. I yeah. think that would look good. I think I'm leaning that way for sure. So yeah. Big decisions. Those are big decisions. <laughs> okay. How about some neighborhood news? Okay. Um, we had, this is going to harken back. So our, lo- our long time listeners will, will know. <laughs> Do we have a recurring character? Yes, we'll get this here? reference. Okay. It is shirtless hippie rollerblading oh, guy. He has not made it. Have you seen him? Have I've you seen, seen him, him before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he is like the mythical rollerblading guy. Like <laughs> you like won't see him forever. And you're just like, oh, I guess, I mean, I guess he's not around anymore. Like, I guess he moved on <laughs> he or hung whatever. Up his blades. Yeah. No, he did yeah. not. And he did not hang up those tiny shorts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> still got the blades, still got the tiny shorts. Yeah. Okay. This is a man. He's got to be in his late forties. Oh, 50s. I, if he's not in his 50s, I would be surprised. Okay, yeah. then 50s. Okay. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we're driving to daycare. I mean, so that means it's in like the seven o'clock yeah. hour. And I was kind of like a little bit distracted because like a police car had come by and then the like a fire truck. So I was kind of like looking and they were like, get back in our lane. And I like look up and Chris is like, look, there he is. <laughs> and it was actually in the driveway of the fire station. He must have like, and he was just like doing loops. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, this is the thing it's too. It's like airplane arms. Yeah. So he's like very tan because obviously he mm-hmm. spends a lot of time outside. He's wearing his tiny mm-hmm. shorts. They're very bright yellow. Yeah. He's wearing no shirt. He's got like the long and flowing it's chilly hair. In the morning yeah, still. it was cold. <laughs> his long flowing hair. And this is the thing. As he rollerblades, like he's not doing it for fitness. No. Like he's no. going slow and swaying. His arms are out. Yes. He's just like it's like a meditative experience yes, for him. Exactly. <laughs> and he was like seemed like he was like doing loops like in the in the like figure eights in the yeah. fire 
Yeah, so I don't know how that worked. Anyway. He has a long beard, right? Does he uh, have a beard? You know, I just saw it from the behind. Hair. Oh, okay. just saw from behind. I think he's got like a like a grizzled grizzled beard. I would believe it. Anyway, That's so awesome. still alive and well. Okay. So I <laughs> did not realize how awkward this is until I did it in front of you. Okay. The awkward teaching your kids to ride a two-wheeler <gasps> run. Yes. The squat run. <laughs> where you just <laughs> it has got to be the most compromising one of the most compromising parental so positions. So awkward. So awkward. You're holding your child up who is deathly afraid that you're going right. to let go. And yeah. you have to run fairly fast. Yes. Because you're like, go, keep pedaling. Right, Because right. they need to keep their momentum up. And like up. kind of a half squat, half yes. just bent over. Yes. So uncomfortable. All the cleavage hanging out. Yes. Squatted down, grabbing, wheels are running over your toes. And, it's but just, also, and also like at a pace where you're sort of like fast walking, almost slow running, but it's like you can't quite <laughs> yeah, get your gait. You can't get a rhythm. <laughs> you no. know, yeah. You're just like, uh, uh. It is the most awkward, <laughs> painful on the back thing. Just like, don't look at me. <laughs> look away. Look away. <laughs> you guys happened to come out like right as we were doing that. And I'm like, this is why dads do this because there's just a lot going on right now and I'm not okay with it. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> um, okay. And the other thing was, I feel like I had a magical neighbor experience. <gasps> so this is not technically a neighbor. Okay. It's all right. But we were at the greater neighborhood. Yes. We were at the closer park to us here. Okay. And it was a lovely afternoon. This is a couple of weeks ago, actually. Lovely, cool afternoon. Yeah. And this older man um, had to be, I think he told me he was in his early 80s, actually. Um, well, he's like, hi, I'm in my early <laughs> no. 80s. I just, <laughs> it's a verified fact. You'll see why. Um, he comes and he has, he walks with a cane and he's got like a maybe 10 year old granddaughter mm -hmm. with him um, and has this amazing accent, mm -hmm. which I find out. Okay, so he sits down next to me on the uh -huh. bench and the girls are kind of playing with uh -huh. his granddaughter and she's just the sweetest thing, like uh -huh. very, very sweet with the girls. And then he just starts, you know, striking up conversation and he has the best Italian <gasps> slash Chicago accent oh, ever. Nice. Um he said he did not tell me his name at first, so I'll save that. But he just telling me about how when he immigrated here and he was here visiting actually his son mm -hmm. who so this girl was actually his great granddaughter. Oh, wow. And he was just the cutest older man, like <laughs> dark long eyelashes and eyes, but all gray hair and just uh -huh. like very, very with it, like just a pleasant person to yeah, talk to. Yeah. Like had witty stories and uh -huh. talking about how things were, you know. Back in the olden days yeah. a little bit. I guess he came here in like the 50s. Uh -huh. um, just really, really nice conversation. And then we were leaving. Uh, I think Vanessa had to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, no, I want to <laughs> talk know, to a right. blogger. <laughs> and so I, I was just like, oh, my name's Erica, by the way. It was nice to meet you. He's like, I'm Luigi. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I'm like, of course you are. <laughs> Nice cutest. to meet you, yes. Luigi. I just like really kind of wanted to give him a hug when we left. <laughs> he was the sweetest older man. That's so cute. Yeah, I felt proud. You know, I'm not you the... You had a great neighbor yeah, interaction. I'm not the strike up the conversation at the park kind of no, girl, but... You did wonderfully. Good. It was good. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you have any more neighborhood news for us? Uh, no, I don't think so. But yeah. I just... Listeners, don't despair. It's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will keep this boat afloat. I just feel like we've known about this for a while now. Yeah. And so we've had time yeah. to be like, oh, everything's okay. And here's the podcast is going to continue. Totally. So I feel like it might be hitting our listeners hard, but <laughs> we're okay. We're good. The we're podcast good. is not going anywhere. We just planned out the whole year. We did. So post this news. Exactly. So like, it's not going anywhere. Exactly. I did clock on my um, 
you know, my little trip oh, odometer yeah. or whatever, it is 1.7 miles away. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna door run, to door. I'm going to run there. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Go. You do it. I know you're going to be biking there. Yeah. You're going to have the whole crew in the little... I probably will. The little uh, chariot in the back of Christmas. <laughs> the little Wharton chariot. We're coming over. <laughs> so we're all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think that is all we have for you. Thank you so much for listening and for all your amazing feedback always. We love to hear from you on Instagram. We are Hi Girls Next Door. And on Facebook, we are facebook.com slash girl next door podcast. And as always, you can email us at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com or leave a comment on our blog, girlnextdoorpodcast.com, where you can also find the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. immediately got in the shower when jeremiah got home because of all of the words and also i legit smelled like an elephant cage from working out and just an like, elephant cage you know how like not an elephant but it's cage yeah, yeah. that's worse mm-hmm. it is worse less cute continue with the elephant I'm, cage that's all i got i just smelled like just, an elephant and now i don't you're welcome <laughs> also all of a sudden i have a cough of course, it's time to podcast. Gosh. Get your podcast. Cough. I'm getting Cedric's germs already. <laughs> Two minutes being in the house. <laughs> now give me a. <laughs> there you go. A laugh. <laughs> Show me how you're going to laugh at all my funny <laughs> jokes. <laughs> 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 I wish you did laugh like that. <laughs> 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 kind of like a donkey. <sighs> Why am I always so thirsty? Did you see the update on Nextdoor about the rabbit? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good afternoon. That's how they start. My neighbor um, lost their bunny earlier today. The rabbit is full size. It's reddish tan. It's not super friendly, but will approach to carrots and lettuce. So have this handy. Okay. (laughs) To me, that's about as friendly as a rabbit gets. (laughs) I think so. Also, be careful driving if you happen to see it. But okay. The best part is the replies. The very first reply I hope they find their rabbit. We have a friendly rabbit that needs a home. His name is Stu, and my daughter really wants him to go to a loving home. Could you ask them? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. How do you know it's a loving home? They lost Uh, their rabbit. Maybe they're not so great at taking care of rabbits. Oh, my God. Someone else. I have cute baby bunnies ready for a new home on February 8th. No, they don't want a replacement rabbit. Everyone's just like, for some reason, if you lose any other animal, but for some reason, if you lose an animal, like a rabbit, everyone's like, oh, we'll oh, just I get have a one new one. <laughs> They're basically disposable. Yeah. It was so funny that like multiple people were like, I've got a rabbit. <laughs> You'll find us. Yeah. Just put in girl next door. But if there is a bunny next to it, that's not us. <laughs> that's not us. Do not click on that again. <laughs> this podcast is not sexy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> not even a little bit. These actually. pajamas are not sexy. <laughs>